Hi everyone, this is Christy Hemingway, your host, asking you for a super quick favor today. We would be so grateful if you would go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a rating and a review because it really helps other educators like yourself find our content. And it will also boost your karma, I promise. Thanks. You're listening to the Ed Curation Podcast. We bring you stories from educational leaders about the instructional resources, practices, and movements that are reshaping learning. I've had at least 15 students who have increased more than four grade levels. He used theater as a tool to make great human beings. My expectations are high for all of them. One of the things that I really love about teaching is the fact that every day is sort of unique and different and strange. I am currently a member of the curriculum team in Crandall ISD. Uh, My primary role is to help certify kinder through third grade teachers in the science of teaching reading. In addition to that, of course, I work with the curriculum team on what resources the district is using that are a best fit and working with the scope and sequence as well. That's today's guest, Marissa Curtis. Teaching reading is a hot topic right now in literacy circles, along with learning loss and data-informed instruction. We were excited for the opportunity to hear from somebody with Marissa's background and expertise about what is working in her district to address all of those needs. I was an instructional coach prior to this role. Um, I served on a campus in the district that was kindergarten through sixth grade, and that covered all content areas. So I do have some background in each of the content areas. Before I was an instructional coach, I was actually a first grade teacher, and I did that for eight years. So in your role, you're probably in a lot of different classrooms, and you see a lot of different teachers Tell us a little bit about what would what were the gaps or the holes that caused you or your school or district to be searching for a solution? We still had what was considered a computer lab time during the day. So, so teachers would bring their students to the computer lab for an allotted amount of time each week. And what we were noticing is as far as teacher resource-wise, they were just looking online for any freebie-type websites that the students could use that time. It wasn't as intentional, um, and it definitely wasn't differentiated. Um, So David from Education Galaxy had actually reached out to our campus, and I said, you know, this looks more aligned with um, content that would be more purposeful for the teachers to utilize during that time. At that time, we weren't having the learning loss that we feel like that we're having now. Um, So that was our primary goal, and it definitely adapted as we begin to refine our instruction as far as uh, needing checks for understanding in the classroom, and we're really looking at our instructional delivery. And so it kind of shifted from that need in a computer lab time to how can we maximize this program in the classroom. And is your district one-to-one technology? We are pretty close. Um, The older you get in grade levels, the more one-to-one we are. Kinder and first, we are still working through what the best option is for them. Initially, we felt like the iPads um, were a little bit easier to manage as far as from a kindergartner standpoint. Um, We're transitioning now to see um, if touchscreen Chromebooks are a better fit from them. Okay. So for those listeners who've never heard of Education Galaxy and don't have a clear picture at all of what this even is, can you just give us a nutshell? 
Yeah, absolutely. So EdGalaxy is an online learning platform that actually has two programs. Um, EdGalaxy is really standard-based on-level content with a variety of tools. And then Liftoff is that piece that addresses learning loss or student needs for students that may be at risk or behind. And we currently are implementing both of those programs. Okay, and it's for what grade levels? So they have programs available for K through eight. Um, and then those are kind of chunked and divided up interface wise by need and um, age level appropriateness. Okay. And you said when you first started using it, it was mostly pullout. It was the kids were using it during the computer lab time, but now you're working on integrating it more and more into the classroom. So which content areas and how does that look when it's being integrated into a classroom? Does it take the place of some of the curriculum? So that can be a campus instructional decision um, as far as globally uh, for anyone that chooses to utilize the program. And um, we've definitely made some adjustments in our district on its intent, as I mentioned earlier. Um, curriculum wise, we really encourage TEAK study from teachers, because we are here in Texas, as their primary starting point for instructional delivery. And then once you really have a good understanding of those standards, then you can select the tools that you want to utilize to deliver that instruction. So there's two parts to this. Curriculum-wise, um, there are tools available such as checks for understanding, which we encourage teachers to do every day. There are many lesson videos that the teacher can show that aligns with our content standards. Um, and then we encourage teachers to also use that as breakout options when teachers are meeting with small groups and students are working independently. The teacher can either assign assignments in Education Galaxy and or Liftoff, and then they can also work on their diagnostic plan or path if the teacher hasn't made an assignment. Um, so those are options for our teachers to use. So just to clarify, we spoke with the representatives at Education Galaxy, and it's designed to boost achievement in both math and English language arts in grades kindergarten through eighth grade. It also provides assessment. So there are two programs. Liftoff is designed for struggling learners and at-risk students. First, students take an adaptive diagnostic to determine their level on a variety of skills. And once their level is determined, students work at that level and quickly elevate to more difficult concepts. And their second program, Education Galaxy Online, provides award-winning online assessment for students to help prepare them for state testing. Education Galaxy is built 100% to your state standards, regardless of whether you're Common Core or not, and provides a highly engaging and amazingly effective way for students to master all of their state standards. So it's a great tier one solution for practice, instruction, and assessment. Now, when it comes to liftoff, we have a little bit more of a targeted time for implementation there. Um, in Texas, we have House Bill 4545 right now, which is some specific requirements to get those students caught up um, after getting through this COVID time and the roller coaster ride that we've had with that. And um, so we do have teachers use the liftoff program in a set block of time during the day so that students can recover some of those gaps because it is diagnostic and they have taken an assessment to put them in the appropriate placement. So we, I would say over time, have brought in many of the components available because there are so many options for how you can place that during your instructional time. 
You know, I'm just thinking about when I first started teaching that we didn't have digital learning and we certainly didn't have one-to-one technology and how much easier it is to differentiate for students now that we have all of these different options to, to fill gaps and to break them into small groups and to customize their learning for them. So good. Can you give an idea for a teacher who might be listening and, and wants a little bit clearer picture of what exactly are the activities? So say you teaching a certain standard, you saw the student needed more practice. What might be an activity that that student would be doing around that standard with Education Galaxy? So there are um, videos based on each standard that the student can watch as they log on. And then it is aligned to those standards and questions that are asked. So when students are in EdGalaxy, they are asked a question based on the standard. And if they get the answer to that question right, they they get immediate gratification and can play a game as a reward to that. If the student misses the question, then there is a reteach video on that same standard that doesn't tell the students the right answer, but it gives them a small reteach and then allows them to try to ask an answer again. Um, So that's our main way that teachers are utilizing what is in the program. Of course, there are multiple tools that you can branch off from there, but I would say as a main target for a teacher that's looking for what its purpose is, Um, It takes a standard, it gives students practice, and then it measures their progress on those standards. So they get that immediate reward. So my, I'm guessing it's engaging for the kids. I've never been able to actually get on and play with the platform on Education Galaxy, but it's like space creatures. Am I right? Absolutely. And listen, I love a good theme. (laughs) So I love that everything is based around space and galaxy. And so students are able to create their own avatar to play through the games. And then as they level up, they um, get different alien badges and assignments. Um, So it's built around that theme and it's very engaging and the games are space themed as well. So that's what students see on their side. Okay. So did you, when your district was searching for a resource, I'm wondering if there were other options that you considered and what was better or different about EdGalaxy that made you choose that one? So this has definitely been a recent topic of conversation because what's happened in our district is we've had rapid growth. And so what used to be a decision at a campus level, we've gotten to a point in our curriculum department where there are so many resources out there that different campuses are using. And so our goal and what we're working on now is really streamlining so that we have common language as a district on what tools we're using to um, have that instructional delivery and monitor student growth and progress. So we listened to several different companies and we found that the tools available for Education Galaxy, the ease with teachers, that we have the relationship that we built with them in in the talks of training and support, both at the district level and at the campus level, has just been incredible. The team at Education Galaxy, I feel they have support that is from a group of people that are still paying attention to what's happening in the classroom. And so that was very valuable for us. And tell me again, Marissa, how long you've been using Education Galaxy? So I I think our district has had at Galaxy, I had it at the campus level. It was over five years ago at the campus level. We have just 
this year um, began as a district level team using implementing Ed Galaxy. So are you able at this point to speak to outcomes and how outcomes have changed and or improved with this resource? As far as outcomes, informal outcomes that I am seeing um, is just that student ownership of their learning. Um, You mentioned differentiation earlier and using that as a tool so that students are able to um, have success on their level. The biggest outcome that I've seen so far is students being able to self-track, have ownership, and then see their own success because we haven't had consistent measures yet through assessment just because of the world we are currently living in. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Can you talk about some maybe qualitative data? What have you seen in classrooms? What are your success stories with students? So um, one of the things that I love is there's a standards tracker in there for teachers. So as students work in a standard. If they have mastery of that standard, they are getting um, a green square for that standard. And if there's a need, the teacher in that report can see red. Um, And so we are having those teachers pull small group for the red standards, if you will. And then the students are able to go back and answer questions about that. And so we are seeing growth as far as individual standards and progress, because it is an easy, quick, who do I need to pull to reteach this concept or check further? And then the teacher can look at that data immediately. And then of course you can take that data to the campus level as well. So as far as being data driven, I think those are the tools that we're utilizing to monitor that growth. So good and so easy, it sounds like. Very easy. Yeah. So what is the learning curve for teachers to to use the tool and for students? So there are lots of options for teacher support and growth and training. There's a self-paced online training that you can do. We've had Education Galaxy actually come out and meet with our curriculum team. They've met with campus level teams. The online support is incredible. There's a help.edgalaxy where you could basically troubleshoot any content area that you need. Um, One of my favorite tools provided um, is a year at a glance that they provide. So it actually gives the teacher a snapshot of different things to focus on each month so that you're optimizing the program. So I would say teacher ease is really one of the highlights. Even though we're seeing quarantine recommendations and mask mandates decreasing, we all know that digital and hybrid learning models are here to stay. So we're embracing the flexibility and leaning toward tools that facilitate that flexibility. And I wanted to know how Education Galaxy fits into that landscape. One of the pieces that I feel teachers are under a huge amount of pressure right now and there are still things coming at us in education that are needed requirements and state requirements that are happening. And I feel that Education Galaxy has done an incredible job of knowing this is the piece that teachers are going to be looking for. We're going to provide a resource that does that. So for example, being able to put assignments in Google Classroom. We all had the need to shift to an online platform for delivery. And when we switched to quarantine and online learning. And so they made that immediate connection and adjustment. We have 
as I mentioned earlier, House Bill 4545 here in Texas to address learning loss. Um, Education Galaxy saw that need and immediately had a solution. So for teachers and for a curriculum department, it's really helping us bridge the gap and not have that added pressure to come up with something yourself or resource yourself. This tool that we are already implementing is providing areas of need for us. And it sounds like there's a fair amount of teacher autonomy. So teachers to use it as much or as little as they want, um, use it in creative ways or just straightforward. Is Am I understanding that correctly? For the most part, with the exception of that one intervention block, just because of the number of tools, but that is how we are addressing the state requirement for House Bill 4545, which you have to provide a program to supplement student learning loss in addition to 30 minutes of instruction. So this is our primary tool to address that block of time, which we call it in our elementary level, we call it intervention time. So it is our primary tool for intervention time. For tier one instructional delivery, that's where there's a little more autonomy with how you use the tools to provide and address the objective. Okay. And that's just, that's great because that's how you're going to get reliable data is if yes. you know, teachers are, are implementing with fidelity during that block. But I'm curious, you, you, you're in Texas. And yes. so for teachers listening who aren't in Texas, you're, it's aligned to the TEKS. Um, is it also aligned to Common Core? What about teachers who aren't in Texas? So Education in the Galaxy is available outside of Texas, of course. Um, So they do have standards that are aligned to Common Core. Um, They are a Texas-based company as well. So they are savvy to the TEKS and make those adjustments with their content. That was another selling point for us since we aren't Common Core. Now, of course, the TEKS and a lot of pieces of Common Core do run parallel. So it it isn't that big of a gap in some areas, but we do feel supported as far as the objective goes. I know that they have done the work to make sure that they are aligned to be available in multiple states, regardless of what that state standards are. Yeah, I figured. I mean, I figured that would be the answer, but I wanted to hear you say it out loud. Yes. Um, (laughs) And for your, aside from just the, the differentiation that is available by the nature of the, of the resource itself, are there other accommodations for diverse learners for your, you know, hearing impaired and um, ELs and learners like that? Absolutely. There are embedded supports in all of the online platforms. Even if you have students that need the questions read aloud, that is a tool that you are able to turn on. Spanish accommodations as well. Um, So there are lots of embedded supports. We actually have encouraged our ESL teachers, our SPED teachers, any of those various support groups to also utilize the platform because it is relevant data to each student population. So what educators would you suggest check this out? Every single one of them. If you are a teacher with English language learners, there is content and support in there that supports that program. If you are in need of accommodations, and especially with liftoff, being able to meet students with where they are and provide that differentiation and specific student need, you are speaking to those special populations group of teachers as well. And then, of course, classroom teachers are most successful 
teachers that are utilizing this program and, and the biggest impact we're seeing with student buy-in is those teachers that have taken the time to teach the student the why of this program and how it helps their own learning and then incentivize them. Those are the classrooms that we see students excited. They are creating their own aliens to hang in the hallway. They are tracking their progress. Those students ask to get on to Education Galaxy, and I think that impact is huge. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your most is your favorite thing about this resource? So if you ran into somebody in an elevator, what would be the thing that you would want them to know? I think the differentiation piece is key. Just time on task for teachers working on that tier one instructional delivery, but then now they've got a supplement for those tier two students that need additional support or aren't quite getting it from the whole group instruction. The variety of tools that are available from a teacher standpoint and from a student standpoint, just what you look at from the teacher dashboard to the student dashboard and the variety and engagement pieces that are available. And then for us, the accountability, I mentioned the ease of implementation with so many things that are being thrown at us right now. It's really taking the workload off of many areas for us because those resources are connected to requirements. I can imagine this would feel so empowering to teachers because there's no guesswork. You know exactly whether you're hitting the standard and where your students are at. And then you have a tool in your hand ready to go to meet those kids who are are needing more work. And so you know that you're meeting your students' needs. And an additional piece for us is we utilize NWEA's MAP testing as a tool um, for our district, which I know is very common for a lot of districts. And they actually pull in the data from MAP. So previous to being able to do that, we would have our students, our teachers sit down with this really long um, report of individual student needs. And then they were trying to match to those standards, where now Education Galaxy pulls in that data for them in addition to the diagnostic tools and creates a, a specific plan for each student based on that assessment. I mean, what a gift, because I know that used to be such a puzzle. We used to, have to f- figure all that out analog. Yes. Where yes. we're at and then figure out, you know, how are we going to get them up to speed? We don't know. We, we have all these tools, but it was such a patchwork. Absolutely. And not as intentional because it's more of a guess of maybe this activity would be good for that student. Um, Whereas this directly aligns and provides a study plan for them to be able to address those one at a time and chip away at that. Yeah. Well, this sounds amazing. I am not surprised that you're a fan because I would definitely be a fan as well if I was still in the classroom. So thank you so much for coming to share Education Galaxy. We love Ed Galaxy. You can find links to Education Galaxy's programs, Education Galaxy Online to maximize achievement in math and English language arts for KA students, and for the Liftoff Adaptive Learning Intervention in the episode notes. And as a special offer to our Ed Curation Podcast listeners, Education Galaxy is offering a 5% discount to all subscriptions coming through Ed Curation. You can find them and access that discount at edcuration.com. Search Education Galaxy or Liftoff to learn more, request a demo, ask a question, or get a quote. While you're there, set up your free educator dashboard to save your favorite resources, 
create comparison spreadsheets, find links to efficacy and standards alignment documents, track your own professional learning with our free educator explorations, and pilot new resources through our certified ed trustee program. If you found this episode helpful, we'd sure appreciate a quick rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and we hope you'll join us again next week on the Ed Curation Podcast, where we're reshaping learning.